Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Why are you making football weird expressions? Because the, the Twitter page I had opened like went to heaven suddenly. Oh. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. No. One week. Hey, by the way, let us know if you're going down to um, Cromwell next week for Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Um, let us know if you're going to do that um, because we'll be there from 4 to 6 at the Awaken 180 Weight Loss in Cromwell, Connecticut. It's interesting. We've I've gotten to just talking to the kind of the sales guy, the buyer over there. Just a good guy. Um, they've it, it, you. You apparently many of you have reached out and uh, asked for help for them, and um, and I've gotten some private correspondences as well about people wanting to get their husband or wife there, or even kids. As a matter of fact. Or themselves, it's not always people. Or themselves, but I'm not doing a. But I'm not doing a. Um, but I don't. I'm not doing a spot here. So, what I'm saying is, is that I have, you know, had the luxury of having been like an in shape, thinner person. I, mm-hmm. I, like I've never been skinny, but I've been not fat before. Um, and so you know, and I have a pretty wife, like which is out of my league, and um, I'm certainly not intellectually, but but um, but. So I've and and then I'm I'm also a glutton. So I've so I've like uh, I'm lucky. I'm a lucky fat guy. I think it's fair to say it's one of these things that you see a fat guy on TV with a beautiful wife, and you're like, this doesn't come on. But you know, and some of you guys are lucky fat guys too. I've met you, and I've met your wives. But uh, but there are people out there who have never, who have never been thin, mm-hmm. who have never, and like you can't see. I know that I'm still a fat, but but who. Like people haven't seen their jawline, they haven't gotten to see themselves as beautiful or handsome in a traditional way, you know, or or look been anything but horrified when walking by 
plate glass windows and storefronts when seeing their reflection, or seeing just even in, um, just even in uh, just pictures. You know, you you look at pictures and go, "Holy God!" But like I said, I think a lot of us, and I think especially guys, have a little, little a little easier. Not even a little easier, a lot easier. As a matter of fact, the, the mm-hmm. woman who who started the business, who's basically in her, in her early thirties, I think. She started because she was in college and she had like 30 pounds and it was killing her. Yeah. Because she's not used to seeing herself that way. Well, right, and also, you know, you're you're it's college is full of beautiful coeds and it's a lot of pressure, especially on women to do. So anyway, I have never done any other weight loss thing, mm-hmm. so I can't vouch for them. I know that I I've seen that uh, just by knowing the sports radio guys, there's some other ones apparently work too. Right. But I can tell you this: if you are like about to throw it in, throw in a towel, and and you say, "Okay, nothing works for me, nothing for long term, whatever," I would say that if you can do it, if you can hack it, it's not free. That you, you at least talk to the Awaken Week one eighty weight loss people, because like I said, for me, it's been eighty pounds, and I have been half-assed in discipline. I mean, it's fair to say, other than like week one, I have bent the rules for myself. But if you do it. And don't bend the rules for yourself. Like, if you can't be worse than me, you're going to lose a bleep ton of weight it, yeah. really quickly. And you're going to feel mentally and physically better. And, I, and I'm and i not doing – really, this isn't a spot. This is something that we believe. Alice and I believe. You know, if I was – if I was – if I had the um, ExpressVPN account that I, that I was uh, repping, you know, I wouldn't be speaking in this tone. I'm just saying, as somebody who was three, uh, you know, fifty, whatever, and is now in the two sixties, that it's all a difference in the world for me. And 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 if somebody who's been fat their whole lives has never had the the luxury mm-hmm. of walking into a room and being considered attractive, or because you're just too heavy. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, then I would, I just think that if you can do it, if you can swing it, give it a shot. That's what I would say. Now, you're not a fat, Alice. You've never been fat. I mean, you've had, after the kids, I think, there was a time. Um, but, but you agree, right? I mean, if, oh, if you, I mean, it was all the difference in the world for me to lose that, like, 30 pounds that I lost. It was yeah, great. And, uh, by the way, I'm trying to, I'm talking to the awakened guy. And I'm trying to find pictures of you in the um, um, St. Pauli girl thing. Um, I think you would have probably tweeted them, right? I, there's no way. Yeah, it was I did like not... October 30th. No, it was I like October. Yeah, I know, but I can't find them. It doesn't like I. I hate me because I don't put the right keywords in when I tweet stuff. I didn't put <laughs> Alice Shattuck St. Pauli girl, so it doesn't have you there. But if you well, can... I'll find it for Thank you. Thank okay? you, because I want to send it along. But not right now during the show. I'll right. do it after. Okay, I understand. But you okay, know what? I'm going to use the time. Okay. Okay. Um, what uh, What happened today? Stop making that noise. Stop doing that. Someday we're going to get to all our cords touching each other over there, I think. Um, what happened today? It's just been more of the shooter stuff, largely. Um, a lot with that. We still don't have oh, the manifesto, which is frustrating because um, it would be nice to have the motivations and everything out there. Um, I think they should get the manifesto out there as quickly as possible. Oh, totally. And the longer that it goes, the worse that it looks. They're now saying they're going to wait until 
they said they're not going to investigate, let it out during an open investigation, which I think is like the wrong decision. I don't believe any of the conspiracy theories with the shoes, by the way. Yeah, either do I. putting that out there. I think it's the same shoes. I think it's the shooter. I think it's that simple. I don't think you need to read too much into it. It was a crappy person who went into a school and shot children, and then the police shot her. That's it. That's, like, all that happened. Uh, The news outlets have been apologizing for misgendering her um, because the police misled them at first, so there was so much confusion over what her gender was. Um... The LGBTQ plus IA, whatever they're called now, they're upset. They don't want um, they don't want the manifesto released because, well, they say it's because the um, weekend of rage, or because oh, it's more it's, it's more violence to her. People have really saying, people have really bent over backwards here to take positions to try to make to try to act literally pin this. On conservatives. Yeah, so uh, the executive director of Children of Lesbians and Gays Everywhere, Collage, Jordan Budd, told uh, Newsweek that the the manifesto should not be published. The focus should be on how this was able to happen in the first place, and there should not be such easy access wait, wait to deadly weapons. I want a January 6th committee for this. <laughs> no. What do you mean? No, can't. We're not allowed to know. Charles Moran, the national president of Log Cabin Republicans, a GOP organization that advocates for equal rights for LGBTQ plus Americans, also told Newsweek that there are serious consequences for the public release of the manifesto. Well, it could certainly give insight into the motivations of this deeply troubled individual that could help shed light into root causes. Why bother with being a log cabin Republican, by the way, if like we're going to do that? I... Um, <clears throat> could help shed light into root causes. We know from tragedies like this that additional glorification of the shooter could inspire others to take similar violent acts for attention. Moran said, I mean, the New Zealand shooter's manifesto is public. The like Charleston right. church shooter's manifesto is public. The psycho who shot the freaking Buffalo supermarket who was talking to the FBI, by the way, his is public. Uh, the El Paso guy is public. Like all of a sudden, the trans person shoots up a bunch of children, and we're not allowed to see the manifesto. It's a se- no. That would mm, no deeply problematic. Glorification could inspire other. Like what? It's, it Laura really McGinnis, acting- you know what they're really scared of. They're scared it'll say that this person was taking action against Christians in, as vengeance for right. LGBT people, and that then there will be backlash. That's what they're scared of. Laura McGinnis, spokesperson for PFLAG, agreed, telling Newsweek that publication of these documents could increase the risk of contagion. She contagion. said that while the manifesto could help law enforcement and policymakers identify potential warning signs, we'll let the professionals handle it. You're doing, you can't handle that information, honey. Well, uh, what it's going to do is probably... The contents show, don't change the outcome of the well, tragedy. Well, what it's going to do Laura is probably McGinnis. show that this person used the exact verbiage that the left... Of course. Uses. Because that they there said, was a transgenocide. Say, transgenocide and don't say gay bill and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So in other words, the left p- forced this psychotic into action and mm-hmm. they don't want people to find the fingerprints. Well, the manifesto could help law enforcement and policymakers identify potential warning signs to prevent future tragedies. The contents don't change the outcome of the tragedy. Regardless of the shooter's intentions, the real issue here 
is the access to deadly weapons in Tennessee oh, and elsewhere, beautiful. Bud said, adding, all children, no matter who their parents are or how they identify, should feel safe and supported at school, and that includes a world free from gun violence. Moran said that Log Cabin would defer to the authorities on whether the manifesto should be shared with the public. Well, that's m- mighty big of you, Log Cabin Republicans, because they were going to check with you, I'm sure. <laughs> what the freak is this? Running behind the Log Cabin Republicans before we let people see Guys, the manifesto. Guys, can, can we let them see the manifesto? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine all of a sudden? I mean, uh, if this were like a black Christian school and the shooter had been affiliated with right-wing causes previously, do you think these groups would be coming out here and saying, we absolutely cannot release the manifesto, it's extremely dangerous? Manifestos we can't are look, bad. We can't look deeply into the root causes. I could just see the... Uh, we can let the professionals look at the root causes, but not you guys. Policymakers, really... they can... It's safe <laughs> for them to see. It's not safe for the general public to see. We don't want you guys to know what the, about the root causes. Mm-mm. Stay away. It's too it's too nuanced and difficult for you guys to handle. You can't do it. But so, yeah, the, the police have been saying that they're going to wait, not do it during an open investigation. I mean, I applaud them for putting all the footage out there right away. Props to them. Because... Unlike Uvalde, they didn't have to hide the footage because it was a major embarrassment. Um, and my all, all the cameras are frozen. I didn't touch any cameras. <sighs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, props to them for releasing what they did release. But, you know, the, the I think the manifesto has to be on the list of things that they released here as well, obviously. I don't, yeah. Of course it has to be. My God. <laughs> Yeah, the public's not ready for that kind of... It's like the the mayor like not wanting us to know that a shark has been attacking people in the beach during tourist season. Bull. Too bad. Risk of contagion. Yeah, okay. So I want a, a related note. If this keeps happening here, what is it this? Check. Is it this? Is that... It sounds good now. Don't touch anything. Don't okay. breathe. Um, uh, I want to go... This is a related story. And okay. there's a couple of layers to this. This is in Connecticut today. This is Channel 3 News, and this is building off of the government in Connecticut, the Democrat, the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and the media are lovers in Connecticut. Right. And so, the television media especially. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so there, the media does whatever it can to uh, cheerlead and to to try to boost democratic causes and especially gun control. Right. And because of the nightmare at Sandy Hook, every time something happens around the country, Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut mm-hmm. sprints to... The uh, nearest can, television exactly, camera. Exactly. And the, uh, the, the pro- news programs, news channels... All jump to tie in everything to Sandy. E- everything to Sandy Hook, and the need for gun control because all these mm-hmm. news channels are big time gun control, anti Second Amendment channels. So I just want you to listen to this bit, this cute bit of um, twisting oneself a little bit. This is lovely. Tell me if you notice any qualifiers. 
Oh, it's it's second. At five. First up at five o'clock, we are once again reeling from another mass shooting. Six were killed yesterday at a Nashville elementary school, three of them children. And once again, Connecticut lawmakers are now debating more gun control measures. Our chief political reporter, Susan Raff, is live. She's at the legislative office building in Hartford, where lawmakers are expected to vote today. Is that right, Susan? That's right, Mark. In fact, they are voting right now as we speak. Members of the Judiciary Committee, Governor Lamont has put forth some gun measures, and so have other lawmakers. All an attempt or in an attempt to try to make things safer not only in our schools but everywhere in our society now these measures it seems that the two laws that are now in place in Connecticut may have prevented what happened in Nashville it seems that the two laws that are already in place in Connecticut may have prevented what happened in Nashville it seems that's nice since we don't even know what freaking happened yet right but it seems <laughs> mm-hmm. now it seems is not a reporter word it's not a journalism word right seems like something happened over in the uh, three mile island today it seems like the laws in connecticut may have prevented what happened in nashville from happening happening so in the parallel world they couldn't pull this off in Connecticut. They just couldn't have. Now, the problem is, of course, is that even though it seemed like that the laws may have worked, one, I guarantee you, had the shooter been in Connecticut, the shooter would not be uh, aware of the laws or care too much about the laws. Of well, the laws are, one, you can't have any scary-looking AR-looking gun, assault-weapon-style gun. Mm-hmm. So that, she's not allowed to have the scary guns. And the second one is that Connecticut requires gun permits. Now, this person already um, who has had issues, this person is not a person who whose priority was being honest in the eyes of the law. And I can right. tell that because she was trying to shoot them seconds before she died. Of course. Right. But, but and also, let's say the it seems laws that may have um, prevented this happening in Connecticut, let's say those... Though, though that's absolutely true and somehow because she didn't have her state permit and couldn't get scary looking rifles she only had nine millimeter pistols well yeah the virginia tank shooter right. killed a lot of people well, with handguns with well, 10 exactly well if that's happened if if, if she's just got two nine millimeter pistols you've got a you've got a school full of children and some teachers most of whom seem to be elderly, um, none of whom are armed. Right. And this shooter inside, and some of them not behind closed doors or locked doors, Mm -hmm. or not for long. So it's funny. It seems, yeah, it seems like if we pass more gun control measures, like the ones we already have that are great, this wouldn't have happened because the ones we've already done, so let's do more. Yeah, this may not have happened in the same way, but it probably would have happened because once the person's in this in the in the in the building, they, she has all the advantage. She had her fourteen minutes there in the building. Right. Only one person armed. Everybody else has staplers and uh, you know chalkboard uh, erasers versus the guns. Mm-hmm. So it it seemed it's so like utterly gross. It seems in a package like this, wouldn't you? If you were going to say. First of all, you can't say it seems like something may have, 
That is so weak-ass that if there had been any real editor, they would have said, who wrote this copy? Get this rubbish away from this. This is worse than anything the Inquirer could ever do. It seems like it may have. I have a thing up there that shows Bigfoot shot by Montana police poster, and there's a dead Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It seems as though Bigfoot may have been shot by police. <laughs> That's not as effective a headline, I would say. You know? Well, but the still, I, I could say it as it, that's all I need. You know? That is such a ridiculously disgusting thing to say and do. And, but, and you would want to say, unless you were an activist, which of course the media is now, you would want to say that because the school, if it was hardened, wasn't hard enough, a shooter got inside. So maybe that's where the reporting should lead to. Because the shooter got in there and the shooter's can they get in the Connecticut schools? Maybe they can. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you mention the fact that things are hardened or aren't hardened? Or, um, or, or you know, like you said, you don't know what happened. But they're just so in such a hurry, in an excited hurry, to run right towards the politics of the thing that they're just absolutely gross. Yeah. Seems. All right. Well, I mean, I want to move along because I want to get to the Ted Cruz thing. I, I, I try not to be too impressed by Ted Cruz, but... I want to um, okay. hit one more thing on this, okay. which is um, that amongst all the, I mean, like the media obviously is working overtime to make all these excuses for the shooter. Like the Daily Mail has been publishing like that her parents couldn't accept her gay identity or whatever. And like the Christian school was mean. There was some reporter tweeting a whole thread about how one time someone else who was kind of a similar age to the shooter alleged that she was abused at that school mm-hmm. and the person had to resign. So, right. Well, so well, the, so the so question is then, therefore, uh, like, ergo, ergo, maybe the shooter was abused or knew about people being well, abused. And then this no. was revenge for that. Like, well, ergo, they had it coming. Yeah, I mean that's that's the ultimate idea of the Which whole thing. Which reminds like, me, Alice, um, so of a very good progressive friend of yours who remember the Charlie Hebdo murders. Mm-hmm. Remember what she said on, on social media after that? Um, like even though Charlie Hebdo is terrible and racist, they well, didn't no, they said, didn't deserve to have that happen to them. Well, it was something more like, I mean, they were. Uh, awful it probably shouldn't have had to die or something but i mean they were all, in other words saying like it's not that. even they didn't deserve to get totally slaughtered by right. crazy islamists um yeah no but then there's also like this thing to turn the trans community writ large into the overall victims of this nbc had this whole piece did you see this fear pervades tennessee's trans community amid focus on nashville shooters gender identity We were already fearing for our lives. Now, it's even worse, one transgender advocate in the state said. Shortly after the news broke Monday of a fatal shooting at a private Christian Nashville elementary school, police said the suspect was trans. This detail, according to trans people in the state, has poured fuel on an already combustive environment that has led many of them to fear for their safety. They seem to spend so much freaking time. Fearing for their safety, worrying about genocides, making plans to leave the country, thinking about killing themselves. its just, It seems like a really big emotional time commitment it does. to be it trans in, the, in this that way. Thinking that you're about to be murdered may lead you into dark places. Mm-hmm. 
Um, within 10 minutes of policing, the suspect was trans. The hashtag trans terrorism trended on Twitter around the same time. Republican lawmakers J.D. Vance, Marjorie Taylor Greene insinuated in social media's post the shooter's gender identity played a role in the shooting. And by Tuesday, the cover of Rupert Murdoch-owned New York Post read, Transgender Killer Targets Christian School. Rupert Murdoch-owned New York Post. Wow. We are terrified for the LGBTQ community here, Kim Spoon, a trans activist based in Knoxville, Tennessee, said. More blood's going to be shed, and it's not going to be shed in a school. Denise Sadler, a drag performer who's transgender... Wait, 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 what is... What does that mean? More blood's going to be shed, and it's not going to be shed in a school. What does that mean? I think it means somebody's going to kill trans people. I don't understand why she would add that. I don't either. And more blood's going to be shed. And this time, unfortunately, it's not going to be confined to a school. <laughs> what the fuck is that? If only it were just little kids. This time it could be trans people. <laughs> Seems like it's going to be at shady nightclubs at three in the morning where everybody's out of their mind on Molly's. Denise Sadler, a drag performer who's trans, said she had already hired four armed guards before Monday's shooting to secure wow, a drag show she's hosting at a drag, gay bar in Drag Nashville is paying well these days. That's more, <laughs> uh, more security than Michael Knowles gets. Following the anti-trans rhetoric spawned by the shooting, Sadler said she's now planning to hire eight. <laughs> the president of Ecuador doesn't have eight. You, you don't know if the shooter's gender identity is going to trigger a community of people who already hated us to come to try and shoot us to prove a point, Sadler said. Ugh. At the end of the day, there's a lot of hurt going on. There's a lot of anger going wait, on. Wait a second. There's a lot Hold of on. confusion wait a going hurt? on. I guess so. Why are they hurt? Were they massacred? No, it's not just some little school massacre. It's going to be visited upon us in the real world. It's unclear how police knew the suspect was transgender. Trans men are assigned female at birth and identify as men, while trans women are assigned oh. male at birth and identify as women. When asked Monday whether Hale was a trans man or woman, Nashville Police Chief John Drake said woman, though Hale's LinkedIn account and interviews with those who knew Hale indicate otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that the police chief who just had to look at the dead children in the school, that he didn't get the trans man woman confusing bs right that he misgendered the poor shooter i mean wouldn't that make you as a trans person living in tennessee fear for your safety well, if the police like, can't be bothered to go through your gender identity bull like, crap and, you've dead named her as, and, the, as the body bag <laughs> being brought out and, yeah. and humor the person outside the crime scene where this person was just murdering children like Sorry they didn't have time for your weird Matrix imaginary world of right. gender identities. And like, I think it's probably reasons Her like LinkedIn that. account and interviews with those who knew her indicate otherwise. Didn't you yes. look at her LinkedIn Who's account? Who's doing more damage to the brand of the trans community? Rupert Murdoch or that person? Um, yeah, as an adult, it appears Hale did not identify as female. Hale's LinkedIn page stated that Hale used he, him pronouns. And a friend of Hale's, uh, who said Hale messaged her shortly before the shooting, said Hale signed the message Aiden using Hale's given name and a traditionally male name. <sighs> That's very important. Aislinn Bailey, the acting president of Tri-Cities Transgender, so based what, what in Johnson City, Tennessee, said her initial reaction to the news that the suspect was transgender was fear. I knew as soon as anyone mentioned that it was immediately going to become the center. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Their focus instead of what should be the focus. And that Wait, is gun read violence. That, read that pop, read that paragraph again uh aislin bailey the acting president of tri-cities transgender based in johnson city tennessee said her initial reaction to the news the suspect was trans was fear i knew as soon as anyone mentioned that it was immediately going to become the center focus instead of what should be the focus and that's gun violence in this country Bailey oh that's said. beautiful her initial reaction that the suspect was trans was fear her initial reaction that the subject subject was trans, the suspect was trans, mm-hmm. wasn't. Oh my God! A trans person just murdered three children and three adults. Nope. Right. No. I think it was unethical and highly suspect that information like that, which they had to have known could cause backlash in the trans community, releasing information like that without it being verified is unconscionable, as far as I'm concerned. Bailey said. She added, we were already fearing for our lives. Now it's even worse. Then it goes on into all the different uh, stuff. Nathan Higgd that Tennessee's been doing to you know, hey, genocide trans people. Nathan, the CFO of the Knoxville Pride Center, is helping organize protests against the new drag law in Nashville and Knoxville this weekend. He said that while he and other organizers are scared bleepless that the conservative backlash over the shooter's gender identity will prompt violence, they're going forward with the events as planned. The people who hate us are always going to hate us, Higdon said. We can't not do these things. We can't not show up. Oh, God, I can't handle anymore. I get it. I get it. They're, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, by the way, can we do, uh, as we segue, can we do, can you check your tweets messages and and um kind of address this for me and for him if you know the answer to it okay um, it says the email I... link that i am sent by burn barrel goes to rumble it used to go to patreon i just logged into patreon using a separate browser and it still sent me to rumble it should be more straightforward what am i missing that's from mark sardella um he's in the chat now um, I don't know. So the link here. Did I do the post the wrong thing on Twitter? Did you? I don't know. Let me look. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Anyway, while we're looking, I want to play this Ted Cruz um audio. It's pretty damn good. He's going after Alejandro Mayorkas over the border sucking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, there's some BS in this too because it is it's Ted Cruz, but uh, this is he is spot on. What are, what are these wristbands? I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. 
Mr. Secretary, you have just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job because I've been to the southern border. And if you go to the southern border, along the southern border, you see thousands of these wristbands because the illegal immigrants wear them. The drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You have turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern day leg irons because these are children being sold into sex slavery and you don't even know what they are. That is astonishing. Mr. Secretary, how many children have been sold into sex slavery under your administration? Senator, we are taking it to the cartel. How many children have been sold into sex slavery? In an Do you know how many children have been sold into sex slavery? To an unprecedented degree. Mr. Secretary, I want to say to you right now, it is your behavior is disgraceful, and the deaths the children assaulted, the children raped, they are at your feet, and if you had integrity, you would resign. And I will tell you, the men and women of the Border Patrol, they've never had a political leader undermine them. They despise you, Mr. Secretary, because you're willing to let children be raped to follow political orders. This is a crisis. It's a disgrace. And you won't even admit this human tragedy is a crisis. Claiming one minute chairman time, Mr. Secretary, would you like to respond to any of those questions? What the senator said was revolting. I'm not going to address it. Your refusal to do your job is revolting. Uh-oh. Nice rant by TC. Yeah, I like I mean, I always like Ted Cruz. He's just not I don't think he's presidential candidate material necessarily. No. But I mean like he's right on on all like the policy issues. Mm-hmm. I think he's really good like that. But he just like doesn't come across like a normal person, generally speaking, enough to win like big elections in nationwide and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, no. All right. By the way, I've been hearing um, all sorts of prognostications that are bad for Death Santis. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. He's not officially in the race yet. Mm-hmm. There's been no debates. There's been no primary anything. He hasn't really been doing big stuff in the primary states but like so did you see the thing that trump posted today i sent it to us in the chat it's a video so trump is taking this tactic and i think this is a bad move for him because i think where trump is really really weak in a republican primary is the pandemic reaction uh, yes. Uh, the vaccines and the pandemic reaction uh, in general, because and there was I forget. Did we talk about this here? The Brian Kemp uh, piece in WSJ. I know I talked about it in my girlfriend's group chat. No. Um. But yeah. So basically, the WSJ had this huge piece because I mean, like, I think this is the only real approach that you can take with with the Trump stuff. Right. Um, had this huge piece about Brian Kemp. Um, so this is before their beef about the election or any other stuff. I'm forgetting who Brian Kemp is. Governor of Georgia. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, he reopened a state even like a week or so before DeSantis did, like nine days before, I think. Mm -hmm. And Trump torched him publicly on TV with Fauci in the COVID press briefings, complained about it. There's videos you can go look, like if you search like Trump, DeSantis, whatever, saying all this stuff about, I mean, Trump and Brian Kemp about all this stuff. So the Wall Street Journal ran a piece in which they talked to Brian Kemp about this. And it's 
really fascinating because Brian Kemp talks about Trump calling him privately and uh, telling him not to do it, basically, not to reopen the state. And I think it's like really, really tough for Trump because you'll see this thing that I'm about to play that they've been trying to go after DeSantis on is they're trying to say like DeSantis was too strict on COVID and was doing all this stuff and was, you know, and Trump wanted to open and DeSantis didn't essentially as they're trying to paint, which is like everybody knows DeSantis didn't do that, right? Like... It's a travel checkpoint unlike anything most Americans have ever seen. Backing up traffic for miles. Yesterday, we saw huge delays there. Some people waiting hours to get to that checkpoint. Kim, no state border checkpoints in Alabama, but as you can see here in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order. I am recommending to the Board of Governors, who are going to talk to the university presidents, um, about going to remote learning for the rest of the spring semester at all Florida universities. Restaurants, uh, we're going to do similar to what California did. Bars and nightclubs, uh, effective 5 p.m. today, um, you know, they're going to be suspended for 30 days. I worked with um, Miami Beach Mayor in Fort Lauderdale, supported their closures of some of their beaches. More restrictions put in place tonight in Miami Beach. The entertainment district between 5th and 15th streets is getting an 8 p.m. curfew. We're going to suspend for two weeks any vacation, new vacation rentals in the state of Florida. The governor issuing executive order 2087, ordering vacation rental properties to suspend operations. I talked with one business owner that said he's tired of hearing about closures. He wants some good news. Daytona Beach Shores police say last night their officers went around to all restaurants and bars, handing them a copy of the governor's executive order. They say they're out tonight patrolling to make sure everyone's in compliance. Theme parks, restaurants, retail stores and other businesses are still closed. For those of you who aren't from Florida, welcome to our oasis of freedom. So I think that it's a good smear ad. It's good. I mean, it's. People don't like the shutdown stuff, but mm-hmm. Trump is worse on all those issues. Yes, and that's why he's doing he it. He was I think. behind. No, I know. I mean, that's why he's trying to hit DeSantis on it because he knows DeSantis is right on it. But I mean, like he was telling these governors not to reopen. Here's the the Brian Kemp quotes. Um, he says that. Um, In April 2020, businesses in Georgia were shuttered by government decrees in most of the rest of the country. Kemp was hearing from desperate entrepreneurs. Look, we're losing everything we've got. We can't keep doing this. And I felt like there were a lot of people fixing to revolt against the government. The Trump administration had that damn graph or matrix or whatever it was that you had to fit into to be able to do certain things, Mr. Kemp recalls. Your cases had to be going down or whatever. Well, we felt like we met the matrix. And so I decided to move forward and open up. He alerted Vice President Mike Pence, who headed the White House's COVID task force before public announcing his intentions April 20. That afternoon, Trump called Brian Kemp and was furious. Kemp recounts the conversation as follows. Look, the national media is all over me about letting you do this, Trump said, and they're saying you don't meet whatever. Mr. Kemp replied, well, Mr. President, we sent your team everything and they knew what we were doing. You've been saying the whole pandemic you trust the governors because we're the closest to the people. Just tell them you may not like what I'm doing, but you're trusting me because I'm the governor of Georgia and leave it at that. I'll take the heat. Well, see what you can do, the president said. Hair salons aren't essential and bowling alleys, tattoo parlors aren't essential. With all due respect, those are our people, Mr. Kemp said. They're the people that elected us. They're the people that are wondering who's fighting for them. We're fixing to lose them over this because they're about to lose everything. They are not going to sit in their basement and lose everything they've got over a virus. 
Trump publicly attacked Kemp, saying in the news, he went on the news at five o'clock and just absolutely trashed me. Local media is all over me. It was brutal. The president was still holding daily press briefings on COVID. After running over me with the bus on Monday, he backed over me on Tuesday, Kemp said. I could either back down and look weak or lose all the respect with the legislators and get hammered in the media, or I could just say, you know what? Screw it. We're holding the line. Then on Wednesday, he and Fauci did it again, but at that point, it didn't really matter. The damage had already been done for me anyway. Kemp quotes a state lawmaker who said in a phone call, I went out and got my hair cut and the lady that cuts my hair wanted me to tell you. And she started crying when she told me this story. She said, you tell the governor I appreciate him reopening to allow me to make a choice because if I'd have stayed closed, I had a 95% chance of losing everything I've ever worked for. But if I open, I only had a 5% chance of getting COVID. And so I decided to open and the governor gave me that choice. And so then DeSantis ordered his reopening nine days later. But, you know, Trump trying to go after these governors now as lockdown governors. When I mean, it might be rich, but I mean, if, is that enough to dust up DeSantis enough so that so that in the early primaries that... Oh, yeah, and Christy Noam likes to say she never shut down. Well, right. When DeSantis did shut down. I mean, But they're all going to be going after DeSantis to try, to try to get the number two spot, so... Chris Christie's going to be going after him, you know, trying to do what he did to Marco Rubio. And 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 all Trump has to do is just win the plurality in a in a handful, not even not even New Hampshire. But after that, and he's sitting pretty. I hope he doesn't. And, but I think that was a good ad. I think it's dirt. Bad I think it's a good ad, but I think it's crap. And I think it's crap. And I think um, I mean. Well, and also I do believe that you're right. And I right think in, that Trump the- has a huge vulnerability on that issue. And I don't think DeSantis is going to sit there and take that lying down. Right. And well- he probably has receipts from the Trump administration probably telling him not to do it. Well, right. And I also think that... that Trump was still listening to Fauci and yelling at DeSantis when that stuff was going on. You right. Know? Like- and, and also enough Americans were up so upset about Trump's handling of COVID that he... He let Joe Biden beat him. What is the hot sauce house? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Um, a delicious hot sauce. It has heat and flavor, flavored with sea salt. Great clean ingredients. Um, it's also just delicious and a great hot sauce. You can uh, find it at Market Basket Big Y, and they will donate 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation, so you're doing good while you eat it as well. Hey, sorry for the... Uh Obviously, sarcastic apology. Oh, okay. Hold on. So I'll start with this one. Hold on. Good afternoon. As a member of the straight, married, white, Christian community, I'd like to apologize for causing the shootout, the massacre in Nashville the other day by the mentally ill, pump full of steroids lesbian who murdered three nine-year-olds and three adults. Had our community not been a primary driving force behind some of the recent legislation in Tennessee, this would never have occurred. The outlawing of sexual mutilation and blocking puberty chemically in children has put the trans people in a corner. What else could this person have done? 
her only option, obviously, was to go in and shoot up a Christian school. So, again, I apologize for having something to do with this. And uh, I just want to thank you for allowing me to use your well written. I don't know if the delivery was was um, as theatric as it could have been. Here you go, Phil. Here's this follow up. Hey, sorry for the uh, obviously sarcastic apology I left a few minutes ago. I just think this is this is so out of hand. These people, these trans people, are mentally ill. I'm I'm afraid that's the conclusion. The only conclusion one can come up with. Well, I don't think anybody would argue with that. It, 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 certainly, well, they would. No, would they? Don't they say that more than half of them have suicidal ideation? Isn't that a mental illness? Only because people are mean to them. Oh, I see. They are just out of here, and uh, they need help. And as long as we keep playing make-believe and not respecting a truth that either you're a male or female, and you really can't change that, that... Nothing is going to improve here. This is going to become an ongoing problem and probably get larger and larger as time go time goes by. So I agree with you completely, uh, Phil. In there, that it's the plain make believe thing. Come on, come on. Hey, uh, Tom, uh, you've probably never ate at this place, considering you guys are around great seafood places. But um, Long John Silver's. Uh, it's like really greasy. I find it. I feel like I have I have to be hospitalized every time I eat it. Like I need yeah, a lot like of breaded a bypass stuff. or something. I think it's just it, is it, it, it's delicious, but it's just way too greasy. So, so I think I've eaten at a Long John Silver. I think Alice. Is there another? What's the other a huge chain of seafood places? Is it like Golden Corral? Is that seafood? No. What's that? There's not too many fish in a corral. Is there? I don't know. Maybe there is. Um, it, no, Long John Popeyes is that? No, that's chicken. That's chicken. That, don't, I don't know what just, any of these are. I don't have down, them. Alice. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> A panda walk? Is that something? Nope. Bombay spice? That's <laughs> Um, so I have been to Long John Silver's. I'm pretty sure that's the I one haven't. in Canada, right next to, um, where's my house in Canada? Alice. Uh, oh my God, did I forget where my grandmother's from? Lennoxville. Lennoxville. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Alice. Yeah. Anytime. Go check out my grandmother's old Victorian. It's huge, gorgeous place. It remained in our hands for about 11 seconds. We sold it to our Canadian Canadian um, relatives, relatives mm-hmm. right, exactly. And the Canadian government got half of the proceeds. They took half, of fuckers. Nobody nuke them, please. It's okay. In reference to Tom meandering with his own thoughts the other night, I'm not laying blame on Alice, but I just want to point out a similarity when my dog is making noises at the back door at 3 a.m. and he's choking or, I don't know, about to puke or he's going to dump on the rug, you know, I shoot it out of bed and, and let him out as soon as possible, hoping that we can avoid the catastrophe that's coming. <laughs> I think of the situation as the same when Tom see it coming, has too. a light go on or, I don't know, 
sees a pretty girl at Walmart or Walgreens, <laughs> whatever it was, and market, uh, market basket, yeah. or maybe it was just some food. Who knows? But it's up to us to be the responsible parties. And yeah, the dog doesn't know. A suggestion? Maybe use a code word, a phrase. Like Tom says, Phil, you could use maybe, I don't know, silver alert. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> it's not going to be that long from now when we're driving down 128 and we see <laughs> on those notification boards silver alert for one thin and trim Thomas Shattuck. So true. Great to hear from you, Tim, by the way. That's right. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, I'm so jealous you went to Portland. Damn it. Why wouldn't you let me go? What I will let you go to you Portland. Let me go. It was you. You hung out with you your cur- friend. Okay. My third entry <clears throat> for Shat Chat. Phil Thank you sounds, so much, Phil. Phil sounds a little bit like Larry David's lawyer friend, Jeff Garland, doesn't he? Mm, I guess so, yeah. I could see that. And I'm only doing this because I could tell there was some animosity. Towards people who weren't Alice. (laughs) Saying that she didn't want to yell at people for not leaving Chat Chat. So I feel it's my duty to uh, load you guys up with my third of the day. And to hopefully... uh, How great is Val? This will help Alice settle down a little bit. All right, here we go. Hillary Clinton finds out from her doctor that she's pregnant. She is furious. Here she is planning her 2024 presidential campaign. She calls home and gets Bill on the phone. She starts screaming. How could you have let this happen? You go and get me pregnant. How could you do this? It's all your fault, she screams. And Bill says, who is this? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I like it. Well done, <laughs> Phil. Now, that was a great delivery that was and great, great delivery. content. Well done. Well done. My goodness. Let me see. Uh... <sighs> We're not a serious country right now. This is how good Justin is. Not only does he type his name in this, but guess what this is titled? Serious country. We're not a serious country right now. <laughs> I like that. Yes, it's excellent. Good labeling, Justin. Yeah. Phil, I think, <laughs> labeled his, too, that they're Phil. Also, Oh, yeah, I get that. You. But it, but the fact that Justin starts with the copy. We're not a serious country right now. We're more worried about um, misgendering a monster who murdered innocent little children. More so than the little children that were murdered. This this is very depressing. The state this country's in. It's it's just blasphemous. Jeez. Great. That that he was gonna Yeah, I thought go it was funny at the yeah, end. But no, no it's, it's a but true. Accurate darker track, accurate Justin, but message. He, he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. I don't usually make the turn from uh Long John Silver's seafood right to He's a versatile guy. He is. Hey guys, uh, you know, at Alice's behest, I thought I'd call in. And in this case, uh, I'd like to start by commending her on what I believe was an F-bomb yesterday when when um, talking about the Nashville shooter's blown off head becoming a, an artwork. It did may you, have been a I? freaking, but I it sure sounded like freaking. the real thing. Did you say that the shooter's head was an artwork? No, I said that I would take the still oh. frame of the shooter dead on the ground and make it into put it as wall art. 
<laughs> You're a sick, dangerous, psychotic lady, and I'm because I said I was upset that they blurred out. Uh, going back a few days, uh, I'd ask you: Don't you find it ironic that uh, Tom's man crush Minahan is now a proponent of canceling folks? Oh yeah! All he's done is gripe about uh, his own cancellation for years mm-hmm. now, yet all of a sudden he becomes. It starts celebrating uh, playing gotcha on other folks. A <laughs> uh, little ironic, I thought, there. I work harder at calling in, and uh, I Ooh. do appreciate the forum, the Chat Chat Presents, and okay. really appreciate all the hard work you guys put and effort you put into it, as well as your kids. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. See how Thank nice. Thank you so See, much. I restrained myself, and I was nice, and people did call in. We appreciate you, too. Was is it Danny who, who who lashed out at you last time, or was it Tommy? It's Danny and Pelerica, I believe. Uh, well, they're gonna like you now because you're wanting to see dead people artwork. So yeah, with the Kirk thing, um, I've got no problem with it. I think he's like blow the whole thing up now, but he's and he's enjoying catching sports, heads. politics, and revenge. He's with his last thing with with Curtis. Uh, he saw an intercom employee who's been specially coddled. He put them in an uncomfortable position, Put the made the globe look bad. I mean, this was a 7-10 split. It was a really nice move. By the way, you listened to today's. Alice, have you listened to today's? I haven't yet. There's maybe the most remarkable segment, and it's not really funny of any show so far. Who's on today's? Is it Mike back? No, it's I don't know. It's like it's it's like like Cullinine's shoulder blades, uh, like scrotum and yeah, and, <laughs> I don't know. and like necky or something. So I don't, the, <laughs> it's random people. Two dudes who are not born performers, but Kirk got something out of one of these guys, and then because he never stops. Oh right, Mike's on vacation. Do you think he's oh, gonna propose on his vacation? No, I think he's a puss. They're gone for like ten days. I think he should, guys. Do uh, guys just, just get married? Just Everybody, get married. just get married. Just yeah. have kids. It's great. Just do it. Oh, I mean, don't go by what you see here. <laughs> One of them just had a birthday, by the way, today. Oh yeah, that's it's right. Cyril's that's, birthday. That's right. We made pizzas. It was lovely. Uh, Connecticut. All right. Um, Did you not want to call for that? Wasn't <laughs> the audio that I ordered? No. But um, anyway, great shot shots today. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate all of you, and I love oh, all you guys. You've got See? the queen's. Um, no, I just a- love everybody. For at no, least one I was day. in a bad mood today. Was I not grumpy when we walked in here? What's new though? And I was like, "How is the week not over?" And I was cranky. And look, the shot chat made me in such a good mood. I love all you guys. Thank you so much. Um, shot chat messages at burnbarrelpodcast.com. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.